JoeVertigan.com. This on-the-record podcast segment is courtesy of Munster Service Center in Green Bay. And with me is uh, kind of a fixture. Uh, uh, I might be called an icon. He's, he's uh, been a, a big part of the Door County uh, and Kiwani County racing history. He's a Sturgeon Bay native, longtime track announcer, writer, and I guess kind of the unofficial historian now uh, for Door County Racing, Tom Wagner. Uh, Tom, uh, thanks for taking the time. We're going to make this into a podcast series, and at this time, it could end up being six or seven episodes. It might be 16 or 17 episodes. We don't know, but let's let's start from the very beginning. Uh, how did you ever get involved in the motorsports? Take us for, from when you were a kid and, and when you first got bitten by the racing bug. Well, I came, I did not come from a racing family, so I'm really kind of an outlier sure. uh, of sorts, and I don't know why... I liked racing because years ago, you didn't have live racing on TV. Right. Even the Daytona 500 is an edited down hour show. Wide world of sports. Wide world yeah. of sports. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know why. Here was the connection, though. My grandma and grandpa worked in the VFW stand at the races in Luxembourg. Sure. My grandpa was uh, in the Army in World War One. Sure. So he's at VFW. Well, beg, borrow, or steal, I could go stay at their house oh. and go to the races. Sure. The coops. The good old days. The, yes, oh, yes, yeah. yes, the good old days. Times were very different then. So when I explain this, people think, well, that's awful. But it wasn't awful then. No. So I w- that was before my brother was born, and I don't know exactly how old I was, maybe eight or nine. So talking early 60s? Uh, mid Mid, mid-60s. Mid-60s. So I would go at my grandparents, and they had to work. You know, they'd get there really early because they right. had to get the burgers frying or whatever they did. I went into the grandstands by myself. Sure. And back then, the old wooden grandstands, you had, like, box seats. It was fancy once upon a time. Sure. Up front, then, then the alleyway, and then the rest of the bleachers going up behind. So sure. the alleyway is actually sort of... In the middle okay sure so i'd go down into one of those box seats right on the rail oh and wow sit right there by myself now was it the old half mile horse track yet no, or was it, it a third it, mile it was, it was a third mile ish okay yeah. and i'd stay there until the end of the consolation race sure now that means time trials that means the whole thing that was time trials were a part of the show and back then it was one class unlike nowadays yes and reading some old stuff You'd get high, you could get into 80 coops there. Sure. And you had a time trial into the the program. The program is set. Right. And if you didn't make it in, they had a consolation race at the end of the night, which was always, you know. Uh, uh, probably good, good enough in itself. A gong show, you know, whatever. <laughs> Hooligan. <you> Hooligan, <laughs> whatever you want to yeah. call those. Oh, yeah. That's the guys, the real novice guys. So yeah. anyway, I'd just be, you know, awestruck. I remember one time. My mom and dad liked to go to the harness races. So if I was a real good boy during, and this is at a fair now with rides and everything on the midway. If I was a real good boy at the harness races, I could stay. They'd stay with me for the stock car races. Mm. So I was a real good boy. Didn't pester about going on a ride or anything. And I remember, I, I don't remember much, but I remember my mom sat with me during the stock car races. I'm sure in pain the whole time. <laughs> right. My dad, though, he had it for the midway. I'm sure he went to uh, 
socialize. Oh, yeah. We'll put it that way. Yeah. So no, that, that's kind of how it started. And then I'd go home with my Matchbox cars and guess what? Imitate the announcer. Oh, sure. But was it Fritz Van back then no, or no? No, You know, I saw a name because I've been digging around a little bit in Kiwanee County stuff. As I've been doing that for Door County, sure. I don't have to dig too far because there's a guy named Steve Hain who does the yes. digging for Luxembourg, and right. he does a very good job. Oh, yeah. But there was a guy mentioned, Jim Willie. Oh, the old TV guy from Channel 11. Sure. As being an announcer. Now, I'm not sure if that was him mm -hmm. at the time then. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I know he announced at the pier in the, the late 70s, like 78, 79 was the last uh -huh. year, because he was doing sports at Channel 11 at that time. So maybe it was him. Maybe it was him. Sure. i got to ask somebody. Steve might know. So sure. Who were the big names back then when you were a kid? Well, when you talked about our sponsor of this mm -hmm. i went oh, oh perfect fit yeah perfect yes you know jerry munster and i these are the things that i find cool and we'll talk about different uh i suppose as we go along how we have grown mm -hmm. both you and i with the sport and sure begin to think of things and really appreciate things very and much one so. of the things that i appreciate is the opportunity then because here I watched Jerry Munster when I was little, kid. yeah, little, and he's still doing it, and he's still doing it, <laughs> yeah. and winning, and he won last year at Luxembourg yes. at the age of eighty. That yeah, was, and I, I went down. I went down. I thought, that was just that was just awesome. And I had you know, uh, Dance and Lance, Arneson got, got penalized for jumping a star. He did, yes. And from the stands, he went over and shook his hand, and shook his hand, and he said to him, "I'm I'm glad you won." Oh yeah. So I thought that was, you know, boy, that was... Very classy on Lance's part. one. Yes. yes. But anyway, so Jerry Munster, he was the young, up-and-coming, you know, young whippersnapper back then. And back then, I remember interviewing for my first book, Life in the Past Lane, there was a little bit of a grudge or rivalry, Kiwani County versus Brown County, was there not? Well, and you had, you had like a circuit, and I think it was Northern Stock Car or something sort of managed... Sure. The two of them are set the rules for the two of them. Yeah. Right. So uh, it was probably territorial. Right. Yeah. Um, one of the things, too, that I really liked, I think you and I did the, we were together, I think, when Earl Ness was inducted, in, inducted yes. into the Hall of Fame. Now, Earl Ness, they always say all that in a bag of chips. Mm. Earl Ness. And then some. Was all oh, added. Yeah. yeah uh, full carton, full yes. truckload of chips. So a chance, you know, here you are. An adult right and you remember as a kid that was one of the guys i'm pretty sure i was thinking of this today you know as i was thinking about maybe what we we're going to talk about if you'd have lined up richard petty and earl ness and that was me back then and said okay you can go get an autograph sure from one of those two you can only get one you would have chosen Earl Ness. I'd have gone to Earl Ness. I, I, I'll say yeah. this. When Earl Ness got inducted that night at Luxembourg, one of the loudest chorus of cheers that I had heard for, for a Hall of Famer to get inducted. And it, that it was, I don't want to say moving is the word, but it really struck me. Yes. It, See, it those did. Are the, what it, those are the things like oh, yeah. I was talking about. And he won a popularity contest. I followed that. He did this popularity contest. Oh, they sure. had a popularity contest. And you could vote for a number of weeks and he won. Sure. The Roar Boys, you know, there's oh, yeah. Hall, Hall of Famers. Uh, Peters, and it, Ted's in the Hall of Fame there sure. too. Red or Mauer's going in this year. Yes. Um, we had a guy from Brussels, Don DeGal. Okay. Raced. 
I remember Tiny Vandermus. Oh, sure. Darwin Paul. Oh, yeah. Who was, uh, I think, the grandfather then of, of Frank George the and Frank. And George. Yes. I believe that was their grandfather. Uh, Zellner's, Lenny Zellner. Big name. name. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tom Van Driel. And, you know, I've always said, and you know this too, uh, for weekly racing, you need local blood. And there oh, was no yeah. short of it, either in Door or Kewanee counties. Yes. There even were, back then. Yes. Well, I'd be at my grandparents and, oh, there the car would go by. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'd get all excited, you know. Right. Going. So that's how it started. I had done a little PA work here and there at Southern Door, the high school football games and basketball games. I think I did some snowmobile racing at the local clubhouse. Sure. Southern Door Snow Travelers. But I didn't actually, and I have to admit, I didn't come here. Sure. And here, here being uh, Door County races. Well, I didn't because, well, I'm not from a racing family. Then uh, the jobs I had, I worked at a campground and then I attended bar. Sure. Well, you're working on Saturday. Oh, yeah. And Saturday night, then in bar. Yeah. So I really wasn't going to the races. So my weak spot really is that 72 to 77 because I wasn't involved at all. Sure. So I'm learning things as I go through. But Fritz Van, who is a chapter probably in himself he is and i tell you what we're going to pause at that point and we'll we'll talk about fritz van in the next podcast episode does that sound fair enough that sounds fair enough <laughs> all right we'll we'll pause it here and, and that's it for this episode so stay tuned